Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just before we went to break, Oilers Now Trivia for Pro-Am Sports Fan Cave Fan Gear Specialists. All budgets, all correct answers. Enter to win a signed Dylan Holloway jersey. Check out their Pro-Am Sports.ca and visit them at 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Brent knew that the player that plays the most per game time on ice this year, Drew Doughty of the Los Angeles Kings. Relatively easy question. All right, you keep texting us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780 uh, Ashley Fine Floors. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday, and they have been with us for the last several seasons. You can also reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. That's where we're going to go next. We will tell you that guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Don and his staff at Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion, try a Wagyu steak today. As we welcome back to the show for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, racing returns May 4th, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, visit thehorses.com. One of the most plugged in middle of business, Frank Saravalli. Frank, how you doing? Pretty good, Bob. How are you? Good. We received a text on Connor Brown, and uh, this individual said I gave him heck at the start of the year for not being patient enough on Connor Brown and said, who's the dummy now, Stoffer? And I had Mac T on, and I basically said I, I thought that that structure of the deal uh, made sense now. The game's played minimum was pretty low, but... Uh, and I had indicated, I guess, to the texter before that there were other teams in on Connor Brown. I got the sense that he didn't necessarily believe that to be the case. Perhaps you No, that was accurate. That was uh, there was a ton of teams in on Connor Brown, I think somewhere between 10 to 14. Okay, there you go. I'd have to look in my notes, though. And sometimes it doesn't work. And to this point, it hasn't worked. And he was coming back from a significant torn ACL injury. He hasn't been the same player offensively. He hasn't scored on 79 shots on goal. And as a result, Frank, it has put Edmonton in a situation where they have five top six forwards. Because mm-hmm. they thought Brown was going to be an upgrade on Connor Yamamoto. And that ultimately has not come to fruition. And so the question is, does Edmonton need another top six forward? Or do they need a third-line center and maybe give a guy like McLeod the opportunity to play in the top six? What are you hearing? Reg- First, do you agree with that sentiment? Because it hasn't worked out with Brown, the Oilers are still looking for another guy in their top six. I'm not sure that I agree with that premise. Tell me why. And my reasoning for that is... When you stack up the Oilers' top six against other teams' top six, and I know you'd like to achieve some balance if you can, but is that really the biggest focal point for this team? There you go. Um, I would say, in my gut, watching this team so closely, I still think that they need a true defender, a defense-first defenseman. And I have to tell you that watching this team post All-Star break, I know that people are going to think that I'm wacky for saying this, but I don't really have all the same good feels that I had post 
pre-All-Star break about the goaltending. You want me to throw some numbers at you? I have the numbers. They're 30th in the league in goals against. They're 32nd in the league in the penalty kill. And uh, Stuart Skinner has had a tough start since coming back. Yes. 30th in the league in save percentage. There you go. It's tough to win when those are the numbers. So are, It is. So and what? so one of those things will help the other, right? Yes. Adding and and pumping up your defense will should theoretically help your goaltending. Well, the as only well. way they're pumping up their defense is if they're trading out one of their defensemen, Frank. They're gonna right? have they're gonna have to trade in the scenario. So who are you replacing? Who are you looking to replace? Well, I'm not the manager, but what I would be looking for is to bring Broberg up, swap out Kulak to somewhere. And then bring in another significant piece. Okay. So 2.75 for Kulak. Uh, Broberg's base is 920. I'd have to see how the rookie bonus would work at this time of the year. He, of course, as you know, is not he's not played for the last. He's probably out another week. He had a deep. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. Deep bone bruise. Around deadline time. Yeah. Okay. But I think he's played well enough by all accounts in Bakersfield to earn an opportunity. Yeah, well, he's got to get back up and playing because he hasn't played for the last month. You know, it's funny. I thought about that six to eight games into the 16-game winning streak. Maybe that would be the course of action. Um, what about it forward? Well, that's the only thing is, again, going back to the top six, five of those top six are arguably as good as any in the league. And you've got two of the best players in the world. Like, how much more do you want? And then you have to take another step back and consider the overall market as it is. And really, outside of Jake Gensel, who's going to cost you an arm and a leg, and you're very unlikely to re-sign him, what, like, who are the other real difference makers out there that you want to add to the team? Offensively, just for you know what's and giggles for the listeners out there because I know Adam Henry. We've Frank, you, you and me have talked about Adam Henrique and Sam Carrick. You know I like Carrick, just like I liked uh, a couple years ago Brandon Hagel, just like I like Sam Lafferty, just like I liked mm-hmm. uh, Nick Paul. Um, I like Sam Carrick. He's not as good as any of those players, but I'm looking for a 10-minute-a-game guy as a fourth-line right-shot center that kills penalties. Adam Henrique, I know Elliot mentioned those. We've talked about a combination of players. It, could, it, could it be Dowd and Mantha? Could it be Henrique and uh, and Carrick, as an example? Would those sort of... Could it be Dowd and Edmondson? I mean, you could go through and create right. whatever kind of well, combination platter you want. Yeah, and that... If it's Dowd and Edmondson and the and the Capitals eat a little bit of well, if they eat half on Edmondson and it's Dowd and Edmondson, there's your probably. I mean, he's played third line center the entire season for Washington. Uh, he, so he, I don't know. I always th- tend to think that people don't care what I think; they want to know what I know. And I think the true answer to your question is that with 11 days to go until the deadline, I think the Oilers are looking at a whole ton of different stuff. I think there's not one specific thing that they've landed on. Yep. 
and I think they continue to evaluate. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get people to text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Does the Oilers, and they've had a 4-5-1 and one run over their last 10 games. You heard Frank's number, 30th in the league in save percentage during that stretch. 30th in the league in goals against 32nd in the league uh, on the penalty kill. And here's where I remind you that uh, Dowd is uh, the top penalty killing forward before he got hurt for Washington. Henrique and Carrick are 1-2 for Anaheim in uh, killing penalties. I haven't taken the time to look at how good their penalty kill is because it's not always on the forwards. Um, but has Edmonton's recent play changed what you think the team should target? Or were you in, we need an upgrade on defense every step of the way? Were you, hey, we got to go get a goaltender here because Skinner's looking tired and Pickard is, is you know, was didn't even play in the NHL last year. You tell he, me. He's been fine, by the way. He's kind of held up his end of the bargain. Right. For what you wanted from him to start this year, if you would have told Cal Pickard, or if you would have told the Oilers front office that this was the season that he'd have pressed into duty in the NHL level, I'm sure everyone would be thrilled. Yeah. But the point is, there's also a heavy dose of recency bias here. Uh, you know, when you're looking at Skinner's numbers and specifically the save percentage, it's dropped for the season pretty precipitously in yes. the last week alone. Yes, it has. To the point that he comes into tonight's game. Uh, with a minus 2.6 goal differential. And so when we came back to play the Vegas Golden Knights, Stuart Skinner was at plus 5.4. So that is a difference of eight. That's eight goals against goal, uh, a minus eight goal saved above expectations since we returned from the All-Star break. It's, his save percentage for the season has dropped from 919 to 912. No, no, his save percentage is lower than 912. His, he's at oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm only dealing specifically since the coaching change. Okay. Yes, because he's at 901 for the season. And he yeah, was, I'm only looking at since the coaching change. So, my apologies. So he's gone from he was at nine. It's like the first part of the season didn't happen. Okay. Well, you're. Uh, I'm not sure that that's how it works, but that's how I've been thinking about it. There, nicely done. Uh, we're joined by Frank Cervalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Again, live racing begins on May 4th at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, go to thehorses.com. Frank, is it possible that the Vegas Golden Knights, and they're going to end up at some point, we had Hart Levine on the show, they've yet to put... Um, Mark Stone on LTIR. Everybody assumes mm-hmm. that's going to be what happens. Could they actually add two players? Could they go get Gunsel and go get Noah Hannafin? Sure. I mean, Noah Hannafin's cap hit is really reasonable at $5 million bucks this year. When you're operating in LTIR, you have to take the whole cap hit uh, short of whatever is retained. But if you were to look at Gensel specifically, I think he's been one of the most underpaid players in the league the last number of years. You know, if you were to take Hannafin at full boat, five million essentially, and call it half, or doesn't even need to be quite half from Pittsburgh without even having to factor in a third party, that's still only about eight of the nine and a half million dollars that they might get in relief if they decide to put Stone on LTIR. So for sure they could. Yeah, and you wouldn't bet against them, would you? Not in terms of being one of the most aggressive teams in the league, utilizing that space. I mean, it's not just the space. It's also the assets. Think of the first-round picks that they've traded away. Think of the prospects that they used with on those first-round picks that they've traded away. They haven't turned away or shied away at any moment from 
being the most aggressive pursuer of the Stanley Cup since they entered the league. They do certainly get swayed at times by the shiny new toy, and part of that is what the Oilers are up against. I think there's probably in the back of Ken Holland's mind, aside from you know worrying about whatever Vegas or your likely first-round opponent does, I'm sure there's some part of this front office that's thinking, well, the, the market really isn't great. It, it's somewhat thin in terms of difference makers uh, it, with a lot of these guys in terms of fit and chemistry. It's going to come down to beauty being in the eye of the beholder. You're probably looking at some pretty expensive prices. And in an, any normal environment, you'd be sitting there saying, you know, maybe this is a year that we check down. Maybe this is a year that we keep our powder dry, but they know that's not an option. Not no. with... That is the, not the, an option. It's it's not even close to being an option. So that's the reality that they're living with is that they've got to put the pedal to the floor. And I don't know when it comes to this market what that end result is going to end up looking like for Edmonton. A uh, couple quick hitters. Uh, so we spoke about the Anaheim guys. What are you hearing on Mantha and Max Pacioretty? Uh, Max Pacioretty, I think, is a long shot to be moved. Outside of Alex Ovechkin, he's the only player in Washington Capitals history in the salary cap era that has a full no-move clause. Okay. Um, I, th- I think he's pretty intent on staying in Washington. I don't know what kind of pressure, if any, he's going to get from the team. And when it comes to Mantha... Um, I think a number of teams are intrigued by the season he's had. Last time I looked, he was at 17 goals. He's certainly improved in a big way over what he was last year when the Caps couldn't give him away uh, for free in the summer. They weren't even looking for anything in return just to take him off their hands. But I think the big question with Mantha still is if you really drill down on the goals that he scored, how many of them have been of consequence? Meaning... You know, I'm not talking about empty netters, but, you know, critical moments in the game and what has he actually done driving play to make those goals happen? I think there's question marks about that. And I think there's question marks about his uh, his effort and work rate is what they call it. That leaves a lot of teams feeling pretty uneasy. Big body, obviously talented guy, but... Um, Certainly no shortage of question marks. Frank, great stuff. Thanks a lot for joining us on Oilers Now. We'll talk Friday. Have a good night, Bob. You bet. That is Frank Cervelli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Racing returns on May the 4th at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Got lots of great texts that have come in. We'll get to some of those in this day in Oilers history. Do want to mention to you of close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to $16,000 off a new F-150 if you want to be treated fairly. At every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, reach out to our friends at 780-352-6048 ask for rich johnny and uncle milt in sales and kevin margie 
and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. We'll be back with the prospect report this day in Oilers history and our text of the day. This is Oilers Now. As we go to the Oilers Now prospect report, it's brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, let's check in on Olivier Rodrigue, the goaltender of the American Hockey League's Bakersfield Condors. Former second-round pick of this team back in 2018 is absolutely having the best year of his four-year pro career. Picked up the win on uh, Saturday night as they swept Tucson. I mentioned that earlier. And he's rocking with a 9.20 save percentage on the season to go with a 13-5 and 4 record. Real nice breath of fresh air in the prospect pool. All right. Uh, quick text here. Doug is texting us from Maui. Listening to all the possibilities for getting this player, that player, etc. I've come to the list conclusion says, Doug, we won't get another goalie no big upgrade out there there's no real defenseman to move in or out so let's go get Henrik and maybe the third and fourth lines will start scoring bottom line this team is will have to go like the old Oilers and outscore our opponents and let the defense be what it is always enjoy Mac D and Frank uh, are you going to come to Jasper for a break when the season is done well time will tell Doug who is the unofficial mayor of Jasper and that is the text of the uh, day in our text of the week draw where winners receive three months of washes at my favorite car wash great white car wash 100 169th street stay tuned for weekly winners on friday is uh, we go to list and orders history for new west travel you can join an exclusive four-night road trip to dallas to see the orders play the stars in april reach out to newwesttravel.com here's brendan 1986 was point night in Winnipeg. The Oilers hammering the Jets 8-2 and uh, Wayne Gretzky all over it. Two goals, four assists. Uh, Mark Messier, a hat-trick and a helper. Yari Curry, a goal and four assists. Even Charlie Huddy had four assists on the night. But really, you look at Grant Fear. He slammed the door shut with 44 of 46 shots. Uh, turned them all aside. Yeah, there were guys complaining about score effects that night on John Short's show, I remember not. I actually probably called into John Short Show after that game that night, but nobody talked about score effects back then. All right, uh, tomorrow we got a jam-packed show for you. It'll start at 5 o'clock. We'll have a complete review of tonight's encounter with the LA Kings uh, former NHL player, general manager, and agent Brian Lawton for Wow Factor Desserts. Former uh, 49 goal scorer, 114 points in a season. Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network from Ontario Homes. And the Farm Report with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom Renovations. Professional bathroom renovation built right. Hire Wave Bathroom Renovations and know your bathroom will turn out great. Those will be our three guests on tomorrow's show. Reed Wilkins has the face-off show beginning at 6.05 Edmonton time tonight. As after, we go to a global news weather traffic update with Zach Ferguson.